Audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. July 25th, 2022. My new article on LinkedIn, Is the world getting worse or is it only our perception? If we follow the news today, we see a world about to collapse, as if we were experiencing the worst time ever. Therefore, we are able to believe that our grandparents were right, longing for the good old days. Grim indicators abound extreme heat waves and raging fires in Europe and the United States, America bleeding between one mass shooting and the next, inflation reaching historic highs to the point that recession seems likely, the unending Russian war in Ukraine continuing to cause shockwaves across the globe. Britain and Italy face political instability. Sri Lanka sank in front of people's eyes while its leaders fled the country. The quiet country of Japan saw the assassination of its former prime minister in the daylight. As shocking as everything looks, nothing has changed that much in the world. The main change has been in the accumulation of information and people's connections in the world. In past times we set out on walking tours to hear what was going on in the neighboring town and dropped inside a ship for two months to get to know a distant country. In later periods, we bought a ticket for a high-speed train or took planes to land on a distant continent to know their realities and people. Now without getting up from the chair and with the press of a key we are there, in the heart of the world. In less than a second, the entire colorful, noisy and bustling reality unfolds before us, stunning us, with its growing influence. We hear and see, feel, admire and respond to everything that happens to everyone in every corner in real time. Communication between us, requires us, to absorb an intensive flow of information which we consume like addicts. How often does someone read a book and go to a friend to share, listen, what a good book I read. We are in a world that is all news that we are not built to absorb, engagements that we are unable to tolerate. As a consequence, people are getting sicker physically and mentally. The endless bonds formed between us, are cold, flat and alienated. They have no depth, warmth or identification. They lack sympathy and willingness to approach, and do not take into account that we are one. If the world seems full of crises, it is the ties between us, that are broken. The physical bonds between us, have become tight and fast, and so it should be, but we need to adjust ourselves internally and emotionally to it. We need to insert warmth within these bonds that will strengthen and connect us, instead of breaking us, apart. You can turn off the news a bit, open a purposeful book, talk to each other, and feel each other. Instead of running around with eyes on the monitor and absorbing fragmented pieces of information, we can get a real picture of reality when we look at creation as integral, knowing that it is direction and purpose. All of reality, past or present has a single purpose, to make us, perceive that we are one, like nature, and to understand that only through our mutual guarantee and interdependence will we be able to overcome any hardship. When we achieve this perspective, the perception of the world that we see will finally come into a beautiful balance called peace. An Obligation to Live in Peace Today we live in a world of global interconnections. 
the war in Ukraine resonates all over the world and in all that we do from buying bread, lighting gas on the stove, or starting the car. This conflict affects everyone personally even if you are physically very far away from it. We are given a real sense of the meaning of global peace and mutual dependence. In what way do we depend on each other? We can say in everything. Almost every country depends on others in the fields of food and industry. Over the past decade this dependence has already become total. If we haven't realized it yet, then we will have to experience it in the most practical ways in the coming years. Therefore, we should seriously think about what we are doing. After all, anyone who ignores his connection with others, even if imperceptible at first glance, seems to be shooting himself in the foot. We don't realize yet that we are in a completely closed system. As soon as a chain breaks, it hits the countries that depend on it, then the other countries that depended on them, and then other countries, so this problem spreads until it covers all of humanity around the globe. But the fact is that we do not want to recognize this mutual dependence. I am willing to recognize dependence on my family and, well, maybe to some extent on my country. But why should I take into account the interests of other states and foreign, sometimes even hostile, peoples? I don't want that. But there is no other way. We see that everything is arranged on earth in such a way as to reveal our mutual dependence to us, and our obligation to be connected with one another. After all, no one is able to provide even the most vital essentials for themselves without proper and kind communication with all the peoples of the world, with all countries. It's a miracle how we suddenly found ourselves in a round, integral world. In this situation, we learn how dependent we are on each other, no one can consider himself free, since he depends on everyone. One country cuts off supplies which causes a chain reaction and disruption of supplies in one country after another, and as a result, everyone would die of cold and hunger, without coal, steel, rare metals, oil, gas, medicines, the most vital things. Humanity simply will not be able to exist if it continues in the same spirit. Mutual dependence has become total and we have to admit it. This is the main characteristic of the modern world and of our generation. If we want to suffer less, we need to talk about it more and clarify it. In this way we will come to peace, to advancement, and to mutual support. All of humanity around the globe will become one community, one people, so it will be impossible to start a war anywhere, with anyone. We must finally end wars, conflicts, and hostile attitudes and acknowledge that everyone has an obligation to ensure peace for one another. From Cab TV's World July 12, 2022
it encodes a story about the governance of all of creation, the entire universe, all the forces of nature that were, are, and will be, visible and not visible to us, felt and not felt by us, comma, about everything. It talks about the creator, about the upper force that is above our world, along with all the upper worlds that we have not yet discovered, about his relation to the whole creation, and most importantly, how this creation can correctly react to how it feels its existence. The creation is given the opportunity to change itself so that through all these concealments, through all the worlds and spaces, it can reveal the upper force that controls it and thus change its reality, which is the goal. Kabbalists say that everything is in our hands, we just need to understand the code of the Torah. Just as with the help of a familiar programming language you can operate a computer, with the help of the Torah, with the help of a special code, by reading this book correctly, you can enter the computer that controls all of reality and begin to control it and your whole life through this code. Therefore, we need the science of Kabbalah to change our fate. From the second part of the Daily Kabbalah lesson July 20, 2022. Writings of Balha Sulam. Introduction to the book Pani May Rotu Mas B. Rot. There was a wall and now no wall. The Creator did not create a flawed creation but created it in a completely perfect state, and the creatures need only to reveal this. We must study from Kabbalistic books what connection means and imagine what our corrected state should be, our behavior, thoughts desires, and how it differs from what it is now. But we do not correct any personal inner qualities, and to the extent of our desire to connect with each other, our inner qualities will correct and change only because of it. Otherwise, time goes by and man does not change. Changes occur only when we strive to build the correct system of relations between us. The Creator created the creation in a completely corrected state merged with the Creator, but then he shattered it and instructed us, to reveal this shattering and ask for its correction. The difference between the desired and the actual state is growing all the time, every time I reveal the next shattered degree, I incorporate in it and feel that this is me. And then I begin to correct it in connection with the ten and by turning to the Creator. The revelation of a new degree each time feels as if one has come across an impassable wall. But if we connect with our friends, then the wall disappears, just evaporates as if it never existed. At first it seems that a concrete wall of endless length and infinite height is in front of me. And suddenly, I see that it begin to melt, as if a fog is dissipating, it was there and now it is gone. And now everything is open, clear, familiar, and tangible in front of me. Everything depends only on connection. The wall that I see is inside me and is built on the lack of my connection with my friends. This is the flaw I see in front of me. All that remains for me is to cry and ask the Creator to help us, unite with our friends because by doing this we cancel the wall. I should see before me only the connection between friends and the connection with the Creator, two degrees of connection. Connection is the key to the solution. We will see later that this whole world is just an illusion. Therefore, one must go forward, do not look around, but take a direct course to connect with friends and connect with the Creator.
this will help us achieve the goal very quickly and to this extent see the truth. From the first part of the Daily Kabbalah lesson July 17, 2022. The ruin as an opportunity for correction. Give place to the Creator. And after the restriction, when the vacant space remained empty precisely in the middle of the light of Ein Sof, a place was formed, where the emanations, creations, formations, and actions might reside are the tree of life. The desire created by the Creator was freed from everything that created it and began to feel absolutely empty. Then the opportunity appeared within it for creating all kinds of desires. As a rule, these are four types that represent the four worlds, Adzilut, Bira, Yetzira, and Asiya. Question. Can the created beings exist only when there is some place without the presence of light or the Creator? If He is present, then there is no place for us. Answer, we have a place only to the extent that we identify ourselves with this force. We are created in the opposite nature. With our egoistic eye we sort of fill it and do not give place to the Creator. Therefore, in our present form we have no place. If we change in correspondence with the qualities of the Creator, we will find our place in this void, and it will be filled in accordance with our qualities. From Cab TV's Spiritual States July 5, 2022 Inside a live communication network Question in the past when there were no video cameras, everything was just recorded. For example, the recordings you made while listening to Rabash still play their part. And no matter the time, they are still part of the human experience. To what extent did the recordings you made with Rabash play their part? Answer, in general I made the most of them a long time ago. I have written them many times in books, in various writings posts and have recounted them in lessons. They have already been everywhere. In principle there is nothing more to lower from above. There is an infinite amount of sensory and mental information up there, but you cannot bring it down, you have to rise to it. I hope that it will happen this way. Comment, you have written a lot of materials. Everything that you have given out and still give out, in principle, is also being recorded. It does not matter if it is used or not, but it is recorded. My response, it is recorded and gets into the system. I see the consequences of this. What I may say today will pop up somewhere in a few months. And if not in months, then in a few years. You probably remember how many different interviews I have had with great people, both in America and in Israel, where I tried to convince them that there is a crisis in the world. Two or three years before it happened, I spoke with Nobel laureates in economics and told them a crisis would soon break out. They were surprised, no crisis. Nothing will happen. And look what we have now. Time goes by very quickly. What we are saying today is already entering this network. The network of communication between everyone becomes more alive. Therefore, I think there is great hope that the world will achieve its correction through peaceful means and not by atomic war. From Cab TVs I got a call. The most powerful computer in the world October 8, 2009.
entering the system of spiritual connection. Question. Let's say a person watched a video where you explain some phenomenon from the point of view of Kabbalah. This set him on fire, he was inspired, agreed with you, and supported you internally. Then time passed, and everything was forgotten. What is left for him after this? In order for a person to be permeated with this information, does he need to be constantly hooked on it like onto a spiritual needle? Answer, undoubtedly, constant replenishment is necessary. And not just that. The fact is that spiritual connection is a network that connects everyone with one another, and therefore, if a person is hooked somewhere in this network, he must hold on to it and expand this contact. He will not be able to just go somewhere and work alone. It is impossible. It will not help. He must be among people he feels attracted to, not egotistically, but where he understands that he can spiritually realize himself. Kabbalah is not an ordinary science. Here, we are talking about entering into a system of communication with others and discovering in it the one single force that fills this system. If a person does not connect to it, then he is nobody and nothing. Separated from this system, he feels only our world, and by being included in it, he begins to feel the life of this system called the upper world. So, you cannot be alone. From Cab TV's I got a call. Get hooked on a spiritual needle November 3, 2009. Michael Leitman, on Quora, what is your take on gender equality? Nature made a specific distinction between genders, placing us, into an unequal state. Male and female parts in nature are necessary for birth and procreation. If we try to impose an artificial removal of the difference between genders, destroying their influence and attraction, then we will have no next generation. The push for treating genders completely equally emerges specifically in our era when people have lost their bearings, not knowing where to further progress, and so they come up with ideas that there should be equality in a place where nature created inequality. We thus need to differentiate between nature made inequality between genders, and the man-made distortion of nature, which today has taken gender equality too far, something that is not in our hands to change. If we let ourselves increasingly become influenced with the opinion that removes the differentiation between male and female, we will increasingly bear witness to society's degradation. The expansion of such a view to the center of public opinion would mean people no longer giving birth. We would lose interest in each other, have no more families, and no next generation. However, we also need to understand why today we experience more imbalance between the concepts of our inner self and our external manifestation. In the past, we did not have such issues on mass scales as we do today, that is a woman was a woman and a man was a man. Our times, however, are characterized by overblown egoistic growth. Our ego has developed over millennia through its stages of base desires for food, sex and family, and social desires for money, honor, control and knowledge, and today we have started crossing the threshold where our egoistic approach to life can no longer fulfill us. Today, it thus comes as no surprise that we see such unreal and unreasonable egoistic mutations manifesting. 
We need to go through these stages of egoism's overgrowth in order to realize its failure, that we cannot fulfill ourselves and find happiness with the ego determining our way of life. Eventually, we will reveal the human ego as the sole evil quality in existence, that contrary to other levels of nature, the human ego pits us, up against nature in its most basic aspects. The two distinct genders in nature are essential for the development of society and life in general. There is no superiority or inferiority between the genders, only complementarity. Instead of distorting nature with our man-made definitions, which fail to make us, happier and more fulfilled, we would be wiser to promote the ways in which we can complement one another, and by doing so, raise the value of positive human connections, among partners, in society and our relationships across the board. By building positive human connections, developing an atmosphere of mutual consideration, support and encouragement throughout society, we create the conditions to find meaning, happiness and true fulfillment, which is what we ultimately need. Based on Cab TV's close-up, the future of humanity with Cablist Dr. Michael Leitman on July 17, 2011. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman.